Raise your hand now if you won't make that pledge tonight. Mr. Trump, to be clear, you're standing on a Republican primary debate. I fully understand. The place where the RNC will give the nominee the nod. I fully understand. And that experts say an independent run would almost certainly hand the race over to Democrats and likely another Clinton. You can't say tonight that you can make that pledge. I cannot say I have to respect the person that, if it's not me, the person that wins. If I do win and I'm leading by quite a bit, uh, that's what I want to do. I can totally make that pledge if I'm the nominee. I would <laughs> so he would make the pledge if he was the nominee to support himself. Uh, Brett Baer, welcome to Kill Me to Friends. Thanks for the time. Ed Henry, stay, uh, sticking around, too. He wants to talk Good to morning, you Brett. and get the, uh, the Hillary Sorry, Clinton camp uh, uh, perspective on it. First off, how do you feel about the debate? Uh, you know, looking back, I think we um, we hit our marks. Uh, we, I think that um, we, you know, crafted pretty tough questions. We tried to take them off talking points, and I think largely we were successful. Um, I think that you know that opening, we really thought about that for a long time, and um, and I, I frankly was surprised a little bit about how uh, Donald Trump answered, um, but I think overall, um, very happy. On the dismount. Uh, I guess Donald Trump wasn't thrilled with that. He did not say that to us this morning when uh, we were talking to him, but I guess on other networks. What about those people who say that you guys won too hard after Trump? Have you heard that? Of course, yeah. Um, my Twitter feed happens to be pretty full. Um, <laughs> but I, I think that, um, listen, these are questions that he's going to get. He's going to get at some point. Uh, if he thinks that it's going to be a cakewalk to the nomination or, frankly, to a general election. Um, these, are, these are things that he's going to have to face. And, uh, you know, we came with the thought that we were going to address each candidate's vulnerabilities and uh, some of the things they've said and done in the past. And uh, Brett doesn't need me to defend him, but I will, because I think not only Brett, I thought Megan and Chris also did a great job. And I find it always amusing on Twitter. But you always got to take it with a grain of salt because you're, it's good to get social media reaction. But, you know, I'll go into a White House news conference and come out of it. And some people say, great question. Some people say it was too hard, too soft. But some of the same people who say, you know, really hit Obama hard. He's the president. He has to face tough questions. To Brett's point, Donald Trump is the front runner. He wants to be the commander in chief. Uh, it is incumbent on moderators in all these debates, not just the Fox one. Yeah. And we'll watch the next ones to see if they're as good as Brett. Uh, and I hope they they reach that standard because Brett is setting the gold standard over the last couple of election cycles. The, these people want to be the commander in chief in both parties. Hillary Clinton deserves these tough questions. By the way, she's not debating until October, the first debate. So at least the Republicans are putting themselves out there, and they did last night. Right. She's got a couple months to get ready. And, hey, Donald Trump's the front runner. He's a tough guy. He's got $9 billion. He can take the tough questions, and Brett gave him. Yeah. <laughs> Brett, not only that, you hosted the show in between. I mean, yeah, that's you, right. So you're hosting the show. Yeah. You come back. You do the debate, and then you do the post game show. Uh, in the big picture, when uh, I thought you guys did excellent, I thought uh, all three of you worked together great. Um, what would be the best compliment you could get to give you an indication that you that you did your that you accomplish your goal? Well, I've, I've received it from a number of campaigns. Just I'm at the airport now, just bumping into people who uh, maybe didn't have as much time as others, but they thought it was fair. And um, I think that if I can get that, you know, Brian, this this thing is tough with 10 candidates on the stage. 
um, you know, there are some people who say, I want every candidate to address the same thing and how they feel. And, you know, then you end up with a C-SPAN New Hampshire forum. Uh, and I, I think we did the best that we could uh, moving it around, trying to be uh, equitable with time. And, um, you know, over time, I think the next one will be even tighter and better. I understand. Donald Trump talked to us, and he did not have a problem with you guys, uh, to us. Uh, he said this on a different show today, on Morning Joe today. I want you to hear it, Cup 41. Do you think the Fox moderators were fair to you last night? No, I don't think so. I, I'm not sure that Fox is fair necessarily, but maybe I should just keep it going because it seems to be uh, whatever it is, it seems to be going. But I, I don't think so. Uh, actually, some of the other people came up to me that were on the uh, stand and they said, man, I'm glad I didn't get those questions you were getting. <laughs> now he doesn't think I did not know he didn't think Fox is fair. That's the first time I'm hearing that. Your reaction? Well, uh, that's pretty unique because he's uh, been on Fox, I think, a lot. Um, and I think he's had plenty of, of airtime to talk about, um, you know, his thoughts. Um, I talked to him briefly after. Uh, he was clearly, you know, not pleased. Um, what do you say? Listen, these are, what do you say, Brett? You know, he was saying, um, I thought that was too, that was tough and, um you know, I don't think he was not happy with Megan. And but listen, she asked these questions that, um, you know, people they're going to be asked at some point, some place. All these questions, the one I asked about his ties to liberal policies and his donations to to Democratic candidates. And what did you get for that? I mean, those are things that are going to come up at some point. And to Ed's point, he's leading in the polls. And, you know, you have to you have to ask that. I mean, it can't all be about China and Mexico. And, and, and to Brett's point, if I can add, you know, for, for Megan, she was quoting things Donald Trump said. It wasn't like she was saying, hey, I believe or something. You said this about women. And look, he had a couple minutes to respond. Let me move it beyond Trump real quick, if I can, Brian. I want to ask. I was at the uh, Clinton campaign headquarters last night. Two interesting nuggets I wanted to ask you about, Brett. One was Jen Paul Mary, uh, Clinton spokeswoman, said uh, that she thought Jeb Bush was sort of uneven. She said, some days I'm concerned Jeb Bush will be the nominee because they think he's good. Some days I'm concerned, concerned Jen Paul Mary said Jeb Bush will not be the nominee because they think he's so beatable. And then real quick, Chris Christie was the person um, that Jen Paul Mary and others in the Clinton camp said they thought exceeded expectations. Do you agree? Yeah, I, I think Christie had a good night. I think Jeb Bush had a uh, lackluster night, frankly. I, I thought um, and I think even his own people um, were not necessarily jumping for joy after that debate. Um, I, I think there were a few standouts. I think Christie was one, his exchange with Rand Paul. He seemed to come off the better for that. Uh, I think that he answered questions succinctly. I think Ted Cruz is very comfortable in that environment and is, is um, really good at that exchange. And frankly, I think Senator Marco Rubio had a good night in the way that he, um, he phrased things and answered questions. Governor Kasich also played for the home crowd. I thought he did, uh, I thought he did very well. Uh, I don't think Governor yeah. Walker did anything that outstanding, but I don't think he really hurt himself either. Uh, I'm yeah, just curious. No, the interchange no when they walked over to the desk in between, you mentioned that Jeb Bush's people didn't seem enthralled. He didn't do uh, great. You mentioned that Trump was a little ticked off. Any other color you could help our listeners with to give us a sense of what it was like being you? Yeah, well, so uh, Cruz came over during one commercial break and said, 
boy, it's been a long time since I've had a question. You know, I mean, all of them were fighting for more time. And um, what you don't see is that, you know, producers are in our ear doing calculations about how many questions have been asked to each candidate, how much time each candidate had. And so the three of us are real time shifting questions around uh, in the stack of questions that we have to be able to ask more questions to people who didn't have, you know, just because of the flow of the show, the same time in that in that segment. So um, a lot of candidates were lobbying for more more time. With 10 candidates on the stage, I mean, we wish we had another hour. Uh, absolutely. And we'll see what happens now, I guess. Uh, when's the next time the Fox getting the debate? So we, FBN has a debate in November in uh, Wisconsin, and then our next bite at the apple is uh, one week before the Iowa caucuses at the end of January. And we're not getting any Democratic debates? We're not. We tried. Uh, we tried to team up with partners, and uh, we put in a pitch, but we did not get one of the four. And i got to get you to the breaking news, uh, relatively breaking. Congressman Engel of New York, Democrat, and Senator Chuck Schumer, soon to be the, the leader replacing Harry Reid, it seems, have decided that this deal is not a deal they can sign off on uh, with Iran. So I guess they are also in bed with the mullahs, uh, the right-wing extremists in, in Iran. What's your reaction yeah. to this, Brett? Well, I think that they probably have done some head counting and um, – figured out that they're going to be fine without their votes, and they've been released, is my guess. Mm. Um, but I could be wrong. I think that um, the president's going to eventually get his number to be able to get it through. I think it's a pretty fair assessment. On the override. He's, he's putting everything on it, and I think right. Brett's right, that it's hard to see the president losing on this one when a commander or two puts it all on the line like this. One quick note yeah. that I think Brett may be interested in for a special report tonight because he's been busy this morning might not have heard. On Twitter overnight, Dan Pfeiffer, and John Favreau, two of President Obama's, are no longer at the White House, but two of his most senior advisors, both slammed Chuck Schumer on the record on Twitter, said he was not showing leadership and that this shouldn't basically should not be the Democratic leader in the Senate. Uh, and one of the tweets promoted that Dick Durbin is actually showing leadership. Why that's significant is Chuck Schumer, as Brett noted a minute ago, has long had the votes to be the next Democratic leader, either majority or minority, depending on what happens in 2016 election. If that is two of Obama's senior advisors, is the White House sort of now going to try to punish Chuck Schumer like they and do block Menendez, him? Perhaps like that, maybe they did Menendez. This is not is anonymous. This is on the record. Pretty interesting. We've had yeah, a fascinating no, talk. <laughs> Don't you love giving each other new news? Hey, guys, you got anything else for me yet? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you offline. Right. Hey, uh, Brett, I, I, I mean, I'm not just saying it because we're friends and you're so loyal to the show. You did a great job. I, I think all three of you did a great job, and I couldn't care less. Uh, even if people give you a thumbs up or thumbs down, just watch it. Ask yourself, do you know more? Did you get some unscripted moments? The answer is yes, yes, and yes. Uh, we're not here thank to. You. We heard the stump speeches already. We don't need that. Uh, Brett, thanks so much. You had a great a great team effort, Brian. I mean, it really was. It's a huge team to be able to pull something like that off, not only the technical people, behind-the-scenes people, and then and then the people that worked on the, the questions and the, the editorial. I mean, And to go crazy. first. Everyone else's other network's <laughs> going to get cracked, but you're first. You're right. the ones who are kind of setting the standard, and it was a great job. Yeah. All uh, right. Uh, go get them, Brad. Thanks. Hey, uh, Ed Henry, I guess I'm done. I've, I've ran out of time on you. I think we're done here. Yeah, I think we're done, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, yeah.